and Sex and Sensuality, the podcast, where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. We are here every Monday night at 9 p.m. chatting about tantalizing topics that most won't dare say aloud. Hello, hello, and welcome to Sex and Sensuality, the podcast where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. We are here every Monday night, guys, at 9 p.m. I don't know why I always say want to say 10 p.m., but anyway, we're here at 9 p.m. We are on all major streaming networks, and we want you all to subscribe. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I think we're even on SoundCloud. We are on Google Podcasts. I mean, anyone that you could think of right now, we are on it. We want you to join. And then starting in the second week of October, we will start doing our lives on Tuesday nights. So we definitely want you to join there. And you can follow us on the YouTube page where you will be able to see those lives after the fact. So, all righty. Hey, my little co-host, Gigi. Hey, honey. I am good. I am well, y'all. I am Miss Mika Nicole. I am a bit tired tonight because we took my daughter today to this indoor playground mm-hmm. with her friends. So she just got to play around. Then after we did that, we went out to eat and they just really enjoyed themselves today. So I'm a bit on the tired side with this <laughs> five-month pregnant belly um, <laughs> being out and about. So, but we're going to have a great show tonight. Gigi, how are you doing? I am good. This week I went and traveled down south to give honor to my stepdad who passed. Oh, yes. Oh, um, my condolences again. How thanks. was it? It was actually good to see his daughters that I've known for over 30 years, I haven't seen them in probably 20. So it was all of us to catch up and see each other. Of course, we always say the same things, bad to see them. But it turned out to be really nice to hear people talk about Les and say such wonderful things about him. He was such a great guy and I, I'm definitely better for knowing him. I love that. Oh, well, I'm so sorry you had to go through that. And I'm happy to hear that it did, that y'all were able to honor him in a good way. And sometimes that's what it's about. Getting through the funeral, getting through the memorial service, all of that in good spirits, knowing that, hey, we're laying him down to rest in style, in good Mm -hmm. memory, honoring him. So that's awesome. Yes. yes. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. So tonight we have a few things to talk about, but our topic is. May-December relationships. And Gigi was like, girl, what is May-December relationships? I know so, that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I wonder if that is a Southern terminology. I don't know. But anyway, it is um, a May-December relationship is just a relationship with a significant age gap. So like Celine Dion and her husband, they were significantly apart. I think they were like 20, 30 years apart, maybe a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because she was 16, I think, when he first met her as her, I think he was her manager, producer or something. And Mm -hmm. then when she became of age at 18, they started dating and they got married. I think she was in her 20s. And he was, I think, he died in 2016. He was born in 1942. 
Mm. They had a 21 year marriage. There was a 26 year age gap between them. Wow. Yeah. They got married in 1994, renewed their vows in 2000. They welcomed three children, and he lost his battle with cancer in 2016. Oh, but she loved that man, and that man loved her. But anyway, so we're going to talk about that tonight. And then, of course, we have our juicy topic, and we have our political news of the night. So Mm -hmm. let me just go ahead and let Gigi kick that off, because I am excited about that, honestly. (laughs) All right, so here we go. We are uh, Gigi's politics, honey. So this popped up on my thread, and I was like, because you know, I always have something to talk about for the politics. Yes, girl. I thought that this was quite interesting. A New York judge rules in favor of polyamorous relationships. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Anything you want to say before I jump in? Because I was going to say something. But anything you want to <laughs> say first? Girl, I have. Okay, I love so- it. This happened because of, okay, so Oberfell and Hodges, you know, about the gays and others in New York, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. this was based on two men who were in a relationship with another guy and he lived in with them in apartments in Manhattan. When the guy, the main guy died, mm. the apartment plate people wanted them, the other guy to leave because his name was not on the lease oh my goodness and so they took the guy the landlord to court to say listen we've been in a relationship together the three of us all these years there was no way for us to put another person on the lease and if we didn't feel like there was a need you know he was just here so the judge ruled that just because is more than two does not negate that this was a relationship or that they shared in a partnership, the three of them. And he stood on that the three of that this guy was able to get on the lease that they had to add him to that lease as well. So it's not as big as Supreme Court, but, you know, New York, yes, they won on that one. (laughs) Well, you know what? To be honest, there are a few places, Massachusetts, I believe it is. And a place, I think it's Newfoundland in Canada, they mm-hmm. have ruled polyamorous relationships as legal. And it stands on the grounds because two guys, one of the three guys, they wanted to be the legal parents mm-hmm. of a child that they adopted. What that I think one part of the couple adopted them, but the other guy came into the relationship, but they wanted so they were ruled to be the, the three parents. Mm. of that child the three legal parents of that child which i think is awesome and then it was another case mm-hmm. where a female couple had went through the same thing but no a male woman and another girl another girl mm-hmm. they went through the same thing and i think that was in california and they ruled that as legal but you know the thing is because you know i teach other therapists how to work with couples who are mm-hmm. poly yes. because I um I don't know all of a sudden due to COVID I started to get a lot of poly couples they just came out of nowhere <laughs> I'm like where are y'all coming from but all of a sudden I've had to become an expert in it so I've mm-hmm. read a lot of books I've been just working with a lot of couples trying to help them navigate their relationships and some of the communication issues and the boundary issues that come about because there's so many things that can happen right but right. anyway 
when you think about it, though, the legalities of it make sense, just like we same sex relationships right. to have some legal rights. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing with Polly. You want to give them some type of legal rights. Yeah. And what it is that they're doing, because I, I think at the end of the day, who can't le- use more love? <laughs> you know, it doesn't work for everyone. I'm not sending this a thing that, oh, all of a sudden we need to all be poly. However, (laughs) when you think about it, if three people fall in love with each other, they just fall in love with each other. Who cares? It's it's not about nobody's business but theirs. Mm -hmm. And why not afford them some type of legal protection when it comes to like medical benefits for Mm -hmm. the jobs and housing rights? Like you said, with this particular case, why not? They're a, they know, are a couple. Acknowledge that couples, does they don't have to be two people. And, you know, that's what they said in that when I was reading the article. <laughs> like, if you have two people, a man and a woman that separate or get divorced, and then mm-hmm. they get with somebody else, isn't that two separate couples raising children? Isn't that four people together still raising? That's four people. Yeah. That's yeah. what they said. That's what exactly what they said. They tried to compare it to. It's still a family of yeah. more than two. It's still a family of more than two people. You're right. Mm -hmm. You're right. So it's like, let's give them something. The same thing when you think about, you know, a lot of people had the big thing about same-sex relationships and stuff like that. But I mean, you know, same-sex parents raising a child. I'm like, but we do this all the time. You know, you have grandmothers and mothers raising a child together because they're all living in the same house Mm -hmm. and they're taking equal responsibility on raising that child you have sometimes single dads who may have their father living with them you know raising so it happens it may not happen the only thing that we're worried about the problem quote-unquote problem is who people are having sex with that's something y'all focused on that's all we do this stuff all the time (laughs) that we're not doing it in a sexual way and that becomes the issue when you think yeah. of the sex part of it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, child, let it go. Let people alone. Let people get let. out of my bed. I'm not in yours. <laughs> Girl, ain't natural. Okay. So our juicy topic of the night is about this lady, y'all. Let me find this story. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So the story is this lady, she was arrested at at a Las Vegas airport. And she tells the officer, it must be because I'm so good looking that y'all are arresting me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to run that one next time, baby. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I said people and the audacity, honey. People don't arrest you because you look good, girl. (laughs) normally people leave you alone because they think your looks are so you know good they leave you alone but anyway she was a 28 year old woman who was arrested because she was accused of skipping a restaurant tab at the airport Mm. and so she tells them y'all are arresting me because you have never seen anyone as good looking as me and (laughs) y'all are just harassing me like girl oh gosh she is full of herself. That is for sure. So I would say, yeah, let's go put your good stuff over here in this, in this, um, in, in this yellow chair, <laughs> right? All by your lonesome. And then right. she called the officer perverts. Oh, oh, Jesus. So anyway, she was held on a thousand dollar bail, and she goes to court in in October. <laughs> 
But first off, why are you skipping your check? Who does that anymore? What grown twenty eight year old woman is skipping out on their checks? Girl. And especially in the airport, you can't right. go well. Where in you going, airport. girl? If your plane isn't here yet, where are you going? You don't think <laughs> they gonna find you? Like, <laughs> oh my god! Especially if you think you're as pretty as you are, they gonna find you, honey. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> so, yeah, my <laughs> girl, people have the audacity. Oh, so my last juicy topic, because Chase sent me this right before the show, y'all. So she said she found an article where this man said he was making $300,000 selling foot pics <laughs> of his feet. So there is an actual website called feetfinder.com that you can go to if you have a foot fetish, because some people do. Some people love them some feet. Mm, mm, I, mm. let me tell y'all i can't even look at feet <laughs> you I look at, my granddaughter she hate don't touch her feet the dog always want to lick her feet she's like ah, don't touch her feet. Child, she can't stand it. <laughs> i don't care if my feet are touched right because you know you have to go to the nail salon and you get your mm-hmm. pedicures i don't mind that that's fine but as far as me looking at other people's feet, I have this weird, it's it's weird <laughs> to me. It's private. It's like, oh my gosh, there's such a private part to me. I don't want to look at your feet. <laughs> so what do you do when you're in the nail salon? Cover your eyes. Do I just don't out. look. Girl, I do not look at other people's feet. I just oh don't God. look. Because I'm like, I can't. I can't do it. Oh, and there oh. are really people that like you. I remember when I was younger, I don't know, that was some of my girlfriends. We out shopping. We had, you know, summertime. And we were standing somewhere. Maybe we waiting for the bus or something. This guy, he was like, oh, you have some beautiful feet. I love your toes. Yes, you got- I was like, oh, like that's so, <laughs> so random. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is random. See, he, he probably had a foot fetish. You know, people uh-huh. be like... I want to suck your toes. They Hell, look so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that either. <laughs> oh, no, I don't care if anybody suck my toes. I'm just not. I just don't want to look at nobody else's foot. And I ain't sucking nobody's toe. <laughs> and I ain't touch. I really don't like touching anyone's feet oh, foot either. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. That's funny. Girl, ain't it? Girl, it's craziness. Oh, boy. <sighs> I need to go find some, put my feet on there. Maybe I'll get me some money. Put my feet on there. <laughs> girl, put your feet on there, girl. It's feetfinders.com. Girl, you never know. You make it make y'all so many. See, people always trying to figure out ways to make money, honey. Mm-hmm. It's always a way to make money. Mm-hmm. Let me find out. <laughs> okay, y'all. So let's move on and get to made summer relationships. So, of course, again, a made summer relationship is... Uh, romance between two people with a, a big age difference a lot of the times you think of an older man and a younger woman however there is a lot of men now younger men seeking out older women why do you think that is girl i think it's always been because <laughs> let me tell you something both my mother at one time and my aunt both dated much younger men but yeah women seek out younger men right and a lot of times they're seeking out younger men because they feel like they're you know the stamina sexual stamina is better 
Um, they also want to recapture their youth in some sense, right? But then also it keeps them young. It makes them feel good because you think of your age as 50, but you could pull a 30-year-old. You're like, oh, yes, I look good. That must really look good. It, it's a boost of confidence. But they weren't at that age. At that age, they were only in their 30s, both of them at the time. Well, girl, I don't know about that. I'm just saying, <laughs> in general, older women. <laughs> and both of these guys went after them. Well, that's what I'm. That's what I was getting ready to say. So normally, it's older women seeking younger men, but now mm-hmm. the trend is younger men are now coming after these older women. And they're actually seeking out older women. So I was asking you, why do you think it is now that the tables have turned a little bit and now these younger men are actually seeking out older women? I don't know, honey, but maybe it has to do with the 50 years old look like they're 30 years old now. <laughs> maybe I think that's what it does. I think it's that. I also think it's too, when you think about a lot of these younger women, and I'm not saying this in a bad way, but I'm just saying, if you think about it, I'm just thinking, this is what I'm thinking. Some of these young women are into social media and they are mm-hmm. into still partying and they are into like, I want to be an influencer and all this <laughs> other kind of stuff. And sometimes men look at that, unfortunately, as this woman has no substance. Mm. And then they're like looking at an older woman. This older woman has had a career or has a career or is in retirement she has some financial stability you know she mm-hmm, has yeah. level of maturity that some of these younger folks don't have have yet right yeah they don't have yet because they eventually will get there but they mm-hmm. don't have yet and it's taken too a lot younger women it's taking them a lot longer now to get to a place where they want to settle down and actually be mm-hmm. in a serious committed relationship and to have kids because yeah. now they focus on their careers a little bit more or their social media career a little bit more you know and they're not really focused they're focused on having fun you know mm-hmm. enjoying their lives for a little bit and in, in their 30s and 40s is when they're now seeking to marry have <laughs> kids because I think I was one of those young women. I was one of those young women that was focused on my career a little bit more, a little bit more of my career, a little bit more having fun. I really wasn't focused on settling down as much. Even though I was in a maybe summer relationship, my ex was 22 years older than me, but I had started to work a lot more on my career during our relationship. Okay, And I wasn't ready to have kids. Because I was Mm -hmm. like, well, I'm trying to establish my career. I'm trying to really have a little fun, establish my career and really kind of meet some of my goals before I bring a child into this world. That's why I'm old as hell now. I have two kids. kids. (laughs) I'm 39. Well, I'll be 39 this year in a few months. About to have two kids at 39. The oldest is four. So, you know, I really waited until my 30s. but some of these younger men are looking to settle down sooner than they used to. Yeah. Now so that's like, so that look true. Yeah. And now it's like, I'm going to look for an older woman who is ready for that. Now, you know? That part I think is really true because just yesterday I went to a surprise engagement party for a 23 and 21 year old. I mean, he put this whole thing together. Wow. It was absolutely beautiful. Wow, yeah, girl, they ready. And he's only 23. 
Mm-hmm. And he and I can't even imagine, girl, at 23 years old. I was really just getting into it because, you know, I didn't have much. I wasn't the typical teenager, right? Like partying, going out. And then when I went to college, I got a little bit into the party. But after college, I was ready to party, honey. I had a job. <laughs> I was making some money. I was going to the clubs, having me a good old time at 22, 23. I know. <laughs> That's why I was like, whoa, okay. I'm like, what they doing now? <laughs> girl, yes, that's what they doing now, girl. Okay. So some of the things that people tend to think about when they think about a woman dating an older man, what do y'all think they think of? What do you think they think of? I'm talking about y'all like they can answer me. But y'all think about it and you can answer it while we talk. Go ahead, girl. Well, I know the first thing they're going to think about is sex. That's going to be the first thing no the first thing people think about is this woman is dating this older man because she's a gold digger mm. they always I think that a gold digger <laughs> or she has daddy issues okay mm-hmm. or he's a cradle robber those are negative things mm-hmm. those are the stigmas that come with it and then now when it comes to the women though it's sex. Women dating a younger man, the first thing they think of, she just trying to get some good sex. <laughs> but I think about that when I think about the older man with the younger woman. Why? I'm, I'm talking about from the lady, from the woman's perspective. Oh. People look at the woman as the gold digger. They look at the man as a crater robber. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he must like, he must like young girls, you know? Right. I, and I've had, I let me just tell you this. I can admit that I've had those thoughts too. Like, especially when I was dating a 22 year old, I mean, the one that was 22 years older than me, I was like, oh, she always like younger <laughs> You know, she always like younger girls. How young is she willing to go? I've thought about that with my current wife. She is five years older than me. But she's had exes that were a lot younger than her, not, you know, not teenage younger than her. You know what I'm saying? But she had young girls younger than her. And I was like thinking like, would she date somebody under 18? Like, I don't know why I had that stigma, (laughs) but it was wrong for me to think like that. But that's what a lot of people think when they think of either the masculine person in a relationship or a man they're mm-hmm. always thinking like that and i've been guilty of thinking like that even though i know it's not right I'm not saying that because i know she would never date anyone under 18 but right. and i know my ex would never have dated anyone under 18 but it made me think like well how young do you want to go like especially mm-hmm. the one that was 22 year age difference so you know, and everybody always wonder why you dating someone so much younger than you. What do y'all have in common? That is a big one. That's a real big one because yeah. the age difference matters. I can look at it as so many different perspectives because, like I said, between my aunt, between my mother being the older with the younger, and then my stepdad who was sixteen years older than my mom. So here was, you know, he he just passed at 83. She's 60 something. Right. So there's a very large gap between the two of them. And then me with my oldest son's father was eight years difference. And I was young. So, you know, and that's the other thing. When you're a lot younger in age and you're dating someone, people really will look at it as predatory. 
right? Yeah. Because even though I was over 18, well, I was, actually, I wasn't. I was 17. He was 23. Te- technically, yet shouldn't even been something. You know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't mm-hmm. 18 years old yet. But well, the legal it, age of consent is normally 16 in most most states. Right. Well, but you know, technically, you know you're right. You're right. right. Yeah. But right. you know, that don't matter to parents. It doesn't matter family and friends. They're looking at you're not even 18 and they're 20 something years old, right? Yeah, because you think about like what do you what why what would you want with a 17 year old? You're 23. This person, you know, you've graduated high school. Hell, you should have been a graduated college by that time, too. So mm-hmm. what are you this girl hasn't even graduated high school in most cases or on the verge of graduating high school. They mm-hmm. still have to go through college and, right. and get some experience in college. So you're right. And and that's one of the big things. Like they say, like you don't have like the same memories or the same experiences mm-hmm. because you haven't either you by the time you go through it, that person has been out 10, 20 years. <laughs> they yeah. don't have anything in common. That's true. Y'all can't share things about movies, music. Yeah, it's a big difference, especially the further away the age, just the life. You know, I always remember watching movies where they would say, oh, you're stealing their life, their youth from them. That's what the parent would always say, right? Mm -hmm. You're not allowing them now to live. You've already done these things and now you're taking that away from them. But do you feel like it's taking that away from them because now they're in a relationship with someone that's already done it or are they going to be able to see it in a different light? Like seeing it through their own eyes and seeing it through their eyes because they've already experienced it. So, Well, that is something to think about because even when I think about me and my ex, we had a lot in common, but we there were a lot that we did not have in common. And there was a lot that I needed to experience in my time mm-hmm. that she had already experienced. Mm-hmm. So she didn't understand why I wanted to experience those things or why these things were important to me, like going to hang out with my friends and hang right. out with going out for drinks or having happy hour, things like that. Because she's like, you kind of did this. Mm-hmm. You know, so it and it may not look like you don't understand it about that person, those differences, but it's true. That's just yeah. what it is. You don't you just don't understand why it's so important to them when it's not important to you anymore. Mm-hmm. And even when it comes to just like having not ready for kids, you may not right. be ready for kids, but that person in their 40s or 50s, they're ready to settle down. But you're like, oh, well, I'm trying to finish my career or I'm trying to you know, finish partying. I'm trying to finish enjoying my youth and you want me to be this little old prim and proper old lady, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, when I'm not ready to be that. Right. So age different. Oh, and you know what? It's so crazy. I didn't think about a lot of those things when I was dating my ex. I was like, I'm good. I'm mature because I am an old soul. I've always been an old soul because I've always been the oldest and I've always been the listening ear. From my mom and my grandma, unfortunately. And I was always with them. So right. I was like a little old lady. And I <laughs> felt like we would be okay together. But the longer we were together, the more I realized that our age difference played a role in right. our relationship. It really, mm-hmm. really, and we didn't know how to properly navigate those things because we didn't want to be honest that that was the issue. Exactly. And I think that's probably the problem with a lot of people that get in such a large gap of um, age. 
they don't want to because it's like they're not going to tell me i already know that that's not the problem but in a way there's reality it's still reality mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. life still goes on and the days are moving weeks and years so you can't take those back and no matter how many years that are between you it's going to always be those many years between you whether yeah. you go from being 20 to 30 or 30 to 40, it's still 10 years. So they're 50, now they're 60. You're in a whole different age group. You didn't crossed over, right? So yeah. And you got to think about what comes with age, health issues, Mm -hmm. low energy, low sex drives. And then you having to navigate those things as the younger person in the relationship. And now eventually you may become a caregiver. Mm -hmm. That's true. I, I, I think about my stepdad now a lot because in the last few years, you know, my mother's always been a party person going to casinos and she loves to travel. And as my stepdad got older, when they were visiting, all he did was sit on the couch and fall asleep, you know, because now he's in his late seventies, right? But she's in her fifties. So it was a big difference her wanting to hang out with her friends and do things where he didn't want to do it as much you know and today I had to remind her when you get back home because people are trying to keep her from going home when you get back home I want you to remember all the things the good things that Les did all of the fun things he wouldn't want you to remember him in those moments of when he was at his lowest and weakest because he was always that up and going and spirited person. And, you know, and I think that's what we as the significant other try to do even in those relationships, right? When it's a large gap. Yeah, that's true. Just like, like you was mentioning the energy levels and the traveling and stuff. That's true because you, the older person may have a lower energy level. Mm -hmm. They may want to do low key vacations. You know, they may not want to go on an adventurous vacation where they have to hike or rock climb or, you know, (laughs) do all this other kind of stuff that you want to do because they just don't have the same energy level as you. They might want to just go on a cruise or go somewhere where they could just sit on the resort. And so you have to be aware of those things and how that can affect your relationship. And I did experience that where mm-hmm. we went on a vacation. This is me and my ex, we went on a vacation and she had to tell me, she was like, hey, I can't be doing all this walking around. Like, I'm, <laughs> hell, I'm 50, I'm tired. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. And, you know, and I had to recognize that and say, you're right. Let's, we have to go and re- relax a little bit. And then, cause she just wasn't that person so and that's okay and I don't fault her for that I'm like I just wasn't thinking of that you Mm -hmm. know and I should have been thinking about that but I wasn't so you know just learning to be it's just just remembering that y'all are at different stages of your life they may have grown children that they already raised so they may not want another child but you Mm -hmm. want a child and then they may have been married before and they're like, you know, I don't want to be married again. I just kind of want somebody I could date and be a long-term partner. But you're like, well, marriage to me is important. I want to be married. I want a wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, know, you may have different worldviews and different values. You think about the future. What is this future going to look like? If this person, this person going to eventually be 70 or 80 and you're 40, you got to think about that. But next episode, we got to talk about the positives. Those are all the cons 
But I think there are some very good positives, too, of having a mate in a relationship. Like we talked about Celine Dion and her husband. They were married for 21 years. Mm -hmm. And they seem to, from everything that was shown to us, have a great relationship. So it's not that it can't work. So we're going to talk about if this is something you're in or something that you're like, you know, oh, this older guy been trying to get me, girl. And you're interested in it. Then (laughs) let's talk about what are the pros. And how do, how are we able to help navigate that relationship? But I think it starts with first admitting that our age difference does play a role. Yes, it does. It does Mm -hmm. play a role in the relationship. And if we can admit that, then now we can navigate some of the things that come with the age difference. But if we're not admitting it, honey, it's going to be hard to make it work, Cheryl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay so we'll do part two next week anything you want to say yes. Gigi, before we wrap up i'm excited about being able to talk about the pros and that because like you said people need to know that it can definitely work love is love it shouldn't matter about mm-hmm. the age as long as you both are clear about what it is that you're looking for and yes. exactly as long as you're clear about those expectations that makes a very big difference and we'll go into that next week. I hope you okay. guys enjoyed the show tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. This was a great discussion. Yeah. Yes, very good. <laughs> all righty. We will talk to you all next week, same time, Monday at 9 p.m. This is Sex and Sensuality, the podcast where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. Have a good night. Good night. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Sex and Sensuality, the podcast.